Welcome to Quick on Love, a social-emotional learning podcast empowering teachers with the tools and resources needed to create a culture of love, kindness, and compassion in their classrooms. I'm your host, Katie Quick, licensed professional counselor, former classroom teacher, and social-emotional learning specialist with over 15 years in education. From increasing self-awareness to classroom management, mindfulness, and self-care, Quick on Love talks about all things SEL. Now get ready to uplevel your teaching experience as we shift our mindset and start seeing through the eyes of love. Hi everyone, welcome. It's Katie Quick. I am so excited you're here. This podcast has been many, many years in the making and a huge dream of mine. I feel so lucky that I can share my passion for social emotional learning and teacher wellness with you. And I really, truly believe that this information will help change the emotional climate of this country. And for that, I am so excited. So if you are joining us today, you are probably an educator, teachers, you are on the front lines. This podcast is also for administrators, counselors, social workers, psychologists, aides, really anyone working in education. Because what we're going to talk about today is what social emotional learning is, what SEL is, why it matters, what it looks like, and how we can start implementing it in our classrooms, in our schools, and within ourselves. So before we dive into that, I just wanted to spend some time giving you a little bit of my background so you know where I'm coming from. So as you heard in the intro, I am a former classroom teacher from the Chicago Public Schools. I am a licensed professional counselor and a social emotional learning specialist. And I have been in education for over 15 years. I did my undergrad at Illinois State University and I did my master's in counseling at Northwestern University. Over the years, I've taught every grade level from preschool to eighth grade in nearly every subject area since 2005. I've taught junior high science, language arts, math. I was also a resource teacher. I taught music and my two favorite years teaching SEL uh, in the Chicago Public Schools where I was able to write my own curriculum and I can't wait to tell you all about that. Um, I've also spent time as the social emotional learning lead at my school. I've worked as a counselor. I was on the restorative practices team. I ended up becoming a discipline lead at my school. So we were working towards alternatives to suspension and different types of ways to transform uh, some of the discipline issues that we had at our school. I was part of the behavior health team. I implemented tier one, two, and three practices. Uh, after I left the classroom and started working in private practice as a therapist, that is when my uh, teacher training and professional development passion really took off. I felt so excited uh, for the opportunity to empower teachers. So I was doing trainings on SEL, self-love for teachers, teacher wellness, classroom management, and more. And in addition to teaching and counseling, I have also been a national speaker and I have been presenting social emotional learning programs and assemblies to students across the country since 2010. I founded the fingertips program 
after I had been out of the classroom for a few years, I was really missing that connection with students. And I found a way to incorporate my love and passion for students with my other passion, which is music. And I was able to start this organization where I helped inspire kids to find their passion and follow their dreams. So there were several years where I was traveling around the country, touring and presenting this program. So, you know, SEL has been a way of life for me. I really, you know, I came into the to the teaching profession so young as as so many of us have, really questioning why things were the way they were. I recognized early on that my students on the south side of Chicago could not learn without those emotional needs being met. And so I was racking my brain way back when trying to figure out how to build this relationship, how to build this trust, and really had, you know, decided that this was going to be a goal of mine. And it it was. And throughout all of my time in education, I spent trying to master the relationship building process and figure out how do I you know, not only get kids to learn, but get them to trust and to feel safe. So we'll get into more of that as we go. But I would love to now dive in to social emotional learning and just take a look at what that is. Okay, so what is SEL? Well, according to CASEL, which is an incredible organization, they are the Collaborative for Academic, Social and Emotional Learning. Social emotional learning is the process through which children and adults understand and manage their emotions, set and achieve positive goals, feel and show empathy for others, establish and maintain positive relationships, and make responsible decisions. Okay, so those are the main goals that we really want to see implemented in in our students embodying. But Truly, the way that I have seen SEL is that it's more than a technique. It's more than a set of standards. It's more than a curriculum. SEL is a mindset. It's a way of being. When I think of SEL, I think of three things. Seeing through the eyes of love. So when I look at SEL as more than just a boxed curriculum or a strategy or a technique, and I see it as a lens that I look at all of my students, all of my work in education, and even myself, I find that I am able to be compassionate. I am able to soften. I realize in that moment that everyone is doing the best they can with the resources they have. And when I am able to approach education in terms of love and building trust and relationships, I realize in that moment, I can make school a safe place for my students. And if school feels safe, the students will learn. And bonus, the teachers will stay. Don't even get me started on teacher burnout. I did my entire capstone at Northwestern on preventing teacher burnout by providing this kind of training and this kind of work because I realized that teacher preparation programs are not getting our educators ready for this kind of mindset. They're just not. So in terms of our students, when we think of SEL, it's really looking at their behavior, not as something that they're doing to us, but as an outward expression of their inner world. And so when we know what's going on in their inner world, we will be able to have more compassion. We will be able to meet them where they're at. 
So we're really moving away from the punitive and moving toward the restorative. Now, in addition, I love thinking about SEL, not just as something that I can implement, but something you know that I'm doing for myself. So SEL is also looking at your own thoughts and behaviors in the same way, looking at my thoughts, my behaviors, my motives as, an, as a representation of what's going on in my inner world. And so when I can learn to understand and manage my emotions as the teacher and take care of myself as the teacher, I then am able to fully show up for my students. Okay, and you can do this too. This is not something you need to go back to school for. This is actually just a mindset shift. It's changing the way that we're looking at education. And when we are more compassionate with our students, we will be able to build that relationship. And that is what this is all about. Okay, so thinking again about SEL, this has been a big push over the last few years. Many districts have started using SEL curriculums and techniques. However, it's still new in many areas of the country. In fact, I know when I've talked to uh, different districts, you know, finding out what they were doing with SEL, a lot of, you know, teachers and admins were, were thinking, you know, are you talking about ESL? You know, what, what is SEL? I've never even heard of this. So it's not as common as we think. And this is why I want us to all come together and start thinking about how we are going to make this change. Because today, SEL, seeing through the eyes of love, is more important than ever. So whether or not your school is implementing it, you, as an individual, can start making changes within yourself today to start seeing an immediate improvement in your teaching experience. I know this sounds absolutely crazy because teaching is hard. Oh no, wait, it is the hardest profession that exists, okay? It is so difficult and it just is getting more difficult over time. And I really believe that by implementing this love, looking through life and our students and ourselves through the lens of love, we are going to become happier in our professions. I believe that an SEL mindset is going to change the emotional climate of this country, period. I mean, I day daydream about this all the time. Can you imagine a world where all of our children are raised in an environment of love and kindness? Many households are loving and kind and compassionate. However, we can't always control that. Many of our students are growing up in households where this is not a reality. So we can't control maybe what's going on in the families and outside of school, but we can control our mindsets and how we show up for our students. So this brings me to the point that SEL starts with us. It starts with the teachers. It starts with the educators. Self-awareness. You guys are going to hear me talking about this all the time, okay? Self-awareness is at the core of SEL, especially at the teacher mindset. Conscious knowledge of our emotions, our thoughts, our behaviors, our motives, knowing ourselves, understanding why do we do what we do, being curious. And this is one of the core pillars that we are trying to teach our students in SEL curriculums. You know, you guys should know yourselves. You should understand why are you acting that way? Reflect on this, reflect on that. We are asking this of our students, but are we asking it of the teachers? 
So these boxed curriculums and SEL strategies, as wonderful as they are, are not going to be as effective as they can if we are, as the teachers, are not working towards those same goals. I will be doing many, many shows in the future on self-awareness and how to implement it and going deeper in that area. But, you know, just as an overview, um, you know, with self-awareness, we will be able to understand how we're being triggered by students, how we're reacting to students. You know, it's turning this uh, finger pointing and blaming and shaming away from the students and onto ourselves. We are taking responsibility for what happens in our rooms by taking responsibility for our emotions. I mean, I think back to so many years in teaching when I would just, I would, I would lose it. I mean, we've all been there where you just, you get so angry. You're so worked up. It's such a stressful day. You haven't slept. You didn't get to eat lunch. You know, the kids are acting crazy and, and you just lose your temper. It happens, right? But instead of just letting that go, we can harness that and we can use that to understand ourselves and actually be better teachers. We can understand what kids are triggering us and why, and we can help them to be better in their own bodies. But it has to start here with us. So this SEL mindset I have found has helped me feel happier and more satisfied in my job. And I want that for you too. I am. I'm just sick of hearing the story of teacher burnout. It is, it is ridiculous. How are we supposed to get our kids to trust and build relationships when our teachers are being pushed so hard that they are forced to leave the profession? So we're gonna be talking about that many, many more times as we go forward. Um, but, but I just want you to know that everything that you need to transform and, and start working with this mindset is within you. And I want you to know that, that it is possible, okay? So let's go ahead and let's look at why SEL matters. I wanna, I wanna just share with you some data from CASEL. Um, they've done such an incredible job in, in researching SEL strategies and implementation. And if you uh, are interested in learning more, definitely check out their website, castle.org. I'll go ahead and put that in the show notes as well. Um, but one of the most important things is that successful SEL implementation leads to improved academic outcomes and behaviors. So students' academic performance has jumped up by 11 percentile points uh, for those students that received SEL compared to students who did not participate in programs. And students who participated in SEL programs also showed improved classroom behavior and increased ability to manage their stress and depression and better, they had better attitudes about themselves, others in the school. You know, and, and, and I had firsthand experience with this before I left my last job in the Chicago Public Schools, I did video interviews with my students and I asked them, you know, point blank, how did this class help you? How did learning about your emotions change your life? And I was in awe, sobbing, okay? Tears flowing watching these videos. It means so much to them. They want this information. They want to feel better. And so it's our job to give it to them. So the data is showing that it works. The data is also saying that the impact is long-term and global. SEL programming can have a positive impact up to 18 years later on academics, conduct problems, emotional distress, and drug use. So that's huge, okay? They're finding out now 
by implementing more and more of these SEL strategies and measuring measuring the effectiveness that the kids are really benefiting from it. And it really improves lifetime outcomes too. So SEL decreased the likelihood of eventually living in or being on a waiting list for public housing, receiving public assistance, having any involvement with police before adulthood, and ever spending time in a detention facility. So from the perspective of our students, SEL matters. Okay, we are seeing that in the data. And I am so excited to explore all aspects of social emotional learning with a special focus on what we as teachers can do with within ourselves. So just to give you more of a, kind of a snapshot of my experience and how I came to find SEL as a passion, um, I was in education for many, many years, really struggling. I burnt out several times, so I would teach for two years at a time, burn out, leave the profession, come back, burn out. I suffered from terrible depression, anxiety. Uh, my life felt absolutely out of control while I was a teacher. I am not going to lie. I am not going to paint a pretty picture for you because it was ugly. I mean, I can remember my first several years of teaching, just going to school, coming home and falling into my bed and just sleeping through the night. I mean, I wasn't eating. I could barely wash my face. I just, I felt so out of control. My relationships were suffering. And it wasn't until 2015 through 2017 when I went back to graduate school at Northwestern to become a counselor that I finally learned what I believed to be the essential skills that I needed to be successful in the classroom. And that was learning all about emotions. So getting trained to be a therapist, I learned to recognize and manage my own emotions. I learned how to be more compassionate and empathetic, how to truly listen and hold space and be present for people and how to build relationships. You know, in all of this, we are striving to teach our students with SEL, right? So why is it that we are not empowering teachers with this information? So when I went back to the Chicago Public Schools, after getting my master's, I was thriving. I was teaching social emotional learning as a resource class on the south side of Chicago in the Brighton Park neighborhood. I had the best two years of teaching in all of my career. I had better work-life balance, my relationships with students. Oh my God, it was incredible. I felt happy at work. I wanted to be there. I loved what I was teaching. Life just changed for me. And I remember being in my master's program and we were in one of our classes and I just stopped and I said, excuse me, um, I just have to say this. Why aren't teachers learning this? And so I committed at that time to making sure that teachers learned this information. I wanted, I didn't need all the teachers to go back to school and become therapists, but I wanted the chance to be able to share the knowledge and expertise that I had because it was, it felt like landing on this gold mine. So I am so excited to share the knowledge and expertise that I've gained in SEL and my classroom experience and working as a counselor. I'm just, I'm, I'm thrilled for the opportunity to share it with you. I want you to have the same sense of fulfillment and satisfaction in your classroom that I was finally able to attain after all of those very, very difficult years. And I, and I will say this, 
Teaching is always going to be hard. Okay, you're going to learn these skills and it's not going to be a magic potion that is going to all of a sudden make life super grand and without road bumps or obstacles. No, but it changes your perspective on those obstacles. When things get difficult, you have the tools to work with that difficulty and use it to your advantage. Okay, and you guys, you don't need to go back to school for this. All right, you just have to look inside of yourself. You have all the tools. Who knew? You just need to know where to look. And that's why I'm here to teach you these things and to give you these resources. Okay. So if this all sounds good to you, if this is something you are interested in, if you love kids and you love being a teacher, but the profession itself and the act is hard, I get it. I am here with you. I know how hard your job is. I know how much you struggle. I am here for you. Okay. I want you to be successful. I want you to be happy. You deserve it. So if you are willing, please subscribe to this podcast, share with your fellow educators, please help me get the word out. I think this is so important and I really, really, really think we can make an impact together. I want to thank you so much from the bottom of my heart for being here. I look forward to being on this journey with you, and I am so excited to see you again very soon. Have a great day, guys. I'll talk to you soon. Bye. Thanks again for joining me for this episode of Quick on Love. If you enjoyed the show, I invite you to subscribe and share, as well as head on over and request to join my private Facebook group, SCL for Teachers, where I'll be sharing exclusive content and updates. You can also visit my website, katiequick.com, or follow me on both Instagram and Facebook at Quick on Love. Thanks again for all you do, and I'll see you next time.